From WREL News and the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network, this is your coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. I'm Cliff Bumgardner. Here's the latest from WREL.com. After 177 days closed, the YMCA of the Triangle reopened most of its local branches today. Some of the gyms had already opened their pools or were offering socially distanced outdoor fitness classes, but now members can work out inside for the first time since mid-March. Barry Oliver, the branch manager at the A.E. Finley YMCA, said the Y had to cut half their full-time staff. He said the YMCA of the Triangle was a $90 million organization before the pandemic, but now it's down to $65 million for the start of the October 1st fiscal year. While most locations are open today, opening dates for four locations, the Chatham YMCA, Hope Valley Farms YMCA, Ingram Family YMCA, and the YMCA at American Tobacco, have yet to be determined. If you go to your local YMCA today, you'll see some major changes. Showers and locker rooms will be closed except for people showering before using indoor pools, and steam rooms and saunas will not be available. The Y Kids Child Care Rooms will be closed along with lobby and sitting areas, including cafes. Basketball and volleyball courts will also be closed. Group exercise rooms will be open but will offer limited modified classes. Towel and coffee services are temporarily suspended and water fountains are bottle fill only. Everyone will be required to wear a mask unless they are actively working out. You can find a list of all open YMCA locations and their operating hours on our website. Classes in the Wake County public school system started online more than three weeks ago, but thousands of students still lack the necessary technology. Some 16,000, in fact, are still waiting for a Chromebook laptop, while 7,000 need a Wi-Fi hotspot just to access the Internet. District officials said they have purchased all 50,000 Chromebooks needed to meet demand, but they're being delivered in smaller batches for storage and security reasons. The district distributed more devices yesterday at Apex High School, Inlow High School, and Nightdale High School, where parents waited in long lines. A planned distribution last Friday was canceled after an equipment failure at the Chromebook supplier caused a delay. A shipment of about 5,000 devices arrived over the weekend, and officials said they expect more to arrive by Friday, when the next distribution round will be held at Apex, Inlow, and Nightdale from 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. Currently, in order for teachers to take attendance, they have to have a two-way communication with students. That could look different for each student, a virtual classroom meeting, an email, a phone call, or turning in a daily assignment, depending on their technology access. Superintendent Kathy Moore said that not every student who requested a device is without one altogether. Because of this, the school board doesn't have numbers on how many students actually lack the technology they need. Anyone who requested a device before August 31st can pick it up on Friday. More pickup times will be scheduled next week, but the dates haven't been announced as of this recording. The University of North Carolina in Chapel Hill will offer free testing to all students living locally regardless of whether they have COVID-19 symptoms. Testing is voluntary and begins today. The increased testing aims to more accurately align campus data with state and local health department recommendations. UNC will offer immediate testing to students living on campus and in the coming weeks to those still in the Chapel Hill, Carborough area. According to the memo, students should look for an email with more information about testing. Employee COVID-19 testing clinics will be open every Wednesday at the R7 parking lot adjacent to the Sheps building on MLK Junior Boulevard. These clinics are drive-through and will run from 10 a.m. until 2 p.m. 
While testing is voluntary, the school said, quote, it is important that all students remaining in the area participate. We have a responsibility to each other and the local community to limit the spread of COVID-19, and detecting asymptomatic cases or symptomatic cases early is one of the best ways we can do that. We ask that you play your part in keeping those around you safe. And lastly, the top executives of nine drug makers likely to produce the first vaccines against the new coronavirus have signed an unprecedented pledge meant to boost public confidence in any approved vaccines. On Tuesday, the companies said they will stick to the highest ethical and scientific standards in testing and manufacturing and will make the well-being of those getting vaccinated their top priority. The announcement comes amid worries that President Donald Trump will pressure the U.S. Food and Drug Administration to approve a vaccine before it's proven to be safe and effective. The president has repeatedly said a vaccine could be ready by the end of the year or even as early as October. His administration is also pressing ahead with what it calls Operation Warp Speed, a program meant to accelerate the development and manufacture of vaccines. Meanwhile, public health officials have expressed doubt that adequate data on vaccine safety and effectiveness would be available before November. They also worry if Americans stay away from the vaccine because they don't trust it, COVID-19 will be harder to control. The pledge, announced on Tuesday, was signed by the chief executive officers of American drug makers Johnson & Johnson, Merck, Moderna, Novavax, and Pfizer, and European companies AstraZeneca, BioNTech, GlaxoSmithKline, and Sanofi. BioNTech has partnered with Pfizer on one of the three vaccines now in the final round of human testing. The company said they will seek approval or authorization for emergency use only after they have confirmed the vaccines work and are safe through a large final round of human testing. Meanwhile, the International Biotech Innovation Organization also released a letter urging scientists to follow several principles to ensure any approved COVID-19 products work and are safe. Those include calls for testing results to be disclosed via scientific meetings and medical journals, not press releases, and for the FDA to, quote, maintain its historic independence as the gold standard international regulatory body free from external influence. This has been your Coronavirus, North Carolina News Brief for Wednesday, September 9th, 2020. If you like the information and resources you get from this show, let us know by leaving a rating and review wherever it is you listen. Plus, while you're there, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss our new episodes. Thanks for listening.